Hello and welcome to episode 46 of When Life Gives You Lemons, Go Vegan. I'm your host, Corinne Nidja. And in this podcast, I share people's incredible stories of recovery after adopting a low-fat, whole-food, plant-based diet. This week, I have Tony Confer and his wife, Heather Confer, on the show. Tony has lost, or combined they have lost, over 100 pounds in six months, six about six months since December last year. Tony has gone from being pre-diabetic, having high blood pressure, sleep apnea, high cholesterol, to being amazing picture of health. He is a football coach. Heather is a cheerleading coach. Heather has lost over 30 pounds. They are looking great, feeling great. They've lost their mental fog. They are just uh, thriving on this way of eating. And I can't wait to share their stories with you. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the show, Tony and Heather. Hi. Hello. Thanks for having us. Oh, I'm so glad that you're here to share your story with us. So but I've already given you a little introduction. So if you just want to start by telling us your story one at a time or whoever wants to go first, that would be awesome. Thank you so much. Well, I guess the story kind of starts. Um, we had a insurance change. So we had to change our actually our insurance didn't change. But the current the doctor that we were seeing wasn't accepting our insurance anymore so we had shopped around and, and changed doctors and it was last November um, I was going in to see the doctor for my first um, appointment with her and I kind of went in with the game plan of wanting to ask her how I could get off my blood pressure and cholesterol medicine that I'd been on for probably 12 years um, so I went to the appointment and um, throughout the appointment, one of the, the real first disappointing things for myself was when I went in and they weighed me um, on the doctor's scale. I weighed 301, which was the first time in my life I'd ever been over 300 pounds. And I've always been a big guy. I played high school football, college football. I've coached for years. Um, haven't always eaten the healthiest after my playing days. Um, so... When I saw the scale say 301, that really kind of triggered something in my head. And then when I was able to have the conversation with my doctor about getting off the medication, um, you know, she essentially said, you're not going to want to hear this, but I would recommend, you know, trying out whole food plant-based. Wow, that's pretty awesome. What a great doctor you found. Yes, yeah. and that was the first time that I really heard about that. Um so I said, okay, and she said, lose 50 pounds, we'll talk about getting off your medicine. So when she said about losing 50 pounds, come back and see me, we'll talk, I really, at that point, made the decision, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I asked, my next question for her was how, and that was when she went into the whole food plant-based. Um, I came home from my appointment, told Heather immediately, this is kind of what I want to look into doing, and... She was, well, if you're going to do it, I'm going to do it with you. Aww. And jumped yeah, in. Good job, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> it made sense. It made a lot of sense. So we both really went cold turkey right away. That was a Thursday. We did some research Friday over the weekend. We cleared out all the junk from our cupboards, our fridge, went and bought, you know, all the staples for whole food plant-based 
way of eating and we started that Monday and have been doing it since then. When was that? That was De- December 4th is when we started. Wow. So how was Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> interesting. <laughs> it was interesting because we usually do ham and, you know, the mashed potatoes, gravy, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I bought a uh, holiday. I don't remember what it was called. It was, it was a called good. like a, a holiday vegan roast. <laughs> At the grocery store, I thought, well, we're here head first, so we're just going to try it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was. It, it, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible, but it, it, it wasn't. It was different. Yeah. Um, so that was a little rough. And of course, my mom always brings down cookies and all that stuff. So we pawned those off on our son and um, got. We did pretty good because I think of that whole like holiday week long stretch of Christmas, New Year's, we each had maybe one or two cookies. Like we actually, it it was, um, it was, I don't want to say it was a struggle. It was just, it was a little different. And I felt proud when we were done with the holidays going, we really hadn't strayed too much from our plan. That is so (laughs) good. Cakes, cookies and everything. And we went to our first, uh, New Year's event um with this lifestyle and we took i ended up making a uh completely plant-based stuffed shell Mm -hmm. um dish and took and the folks that we went to they knew what we were doing and they they had a couple things to accommodate us but Mm -hmm. you know we wanted to go with our own i i I didn't want to put anybody out and i didn't really realize they were going to have um, some options for us, but they did have some things for us. So that, that was actually a good experience. I know I've heard horror stories of, you know, people's first Christmas parties or gone to Halloween parties or, you know, summer picnics and, and how bad it is. Um, we haven't really had any bad experiences like that, um, since we've no. been doing this. So we've been very fortunate with supportive friends and family. Oh, that is so good. I don't know what a stuffed clam is. Uh, no, oh. stuffed shell. A stuffed shell. Yeah, like a, what, what is a stuffed yeah, shell? It's pasta. It's a ah, shell it's pasta. It's a form of pasta. Ah, we know. have shell pasta here. Okay, got it. Yeah. Like, like big shells that you can stuff stuff in, like those ones? Yes. 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 Oh, yeah. I've what never it, done you, that. It was mashed. It was like a mixture of mashed cauliflower. It was, uh, yeah, I, I, it was a mixture of cauliflower, bro- broccoli, um, it was just kind of a hodgepodge. We haven't been able to recreate it. It was so yeah. good. Kind of <laughs> been able to recreate it. Kind of made to to kind of look like ricotta cheese, but there was no cheese in it, and so it. it was good. And I'm not one to keep recipes. I just because when we got done with it, she's like, "Oh my god, I love this. We gotta make it again." And I'm we like, been able to. I, "I don't know how," because I threw the recipe away and together. Uh, I, I really just wing it. A lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's been now, what, like nine months? Eight months? Almost eight months, yeah. And how have you found it? What have have you experienced? Well, I went for my first checkup in February. Um, My doctor wanted to to see me back and have new blood work done. Um, The other part of the initial appointment in November, which I didn't mention earlier, but I I will mention it. It was the first time that I heard that I was 
pre-diabetic. Mm. Uh, my other doctor had never told me that, but where my blood blood levels and stuff were, um, that I was pre-diabetic, and that kind of stuck to me as well. Just you know, I've had family on my biological father's side that's had diabetes, and you know, I've had friends that are diabetic, and I just never thought I would hear that term relating to me. Um, so that, that really stuck out. And then, you know, that just helped with my mission. And in February, when I went back, I had new blood work done. I was down, I think 43 pounds at that point from December 4th to, it was like mid February was my appointment. So it was really only what, maybe two and a half months, um, that I was down 40, I think it was 40, right around 42 pounds. And my blood blood work was all great. I was no longer pre-diabetic. Uh, my triglycerides and everything were way down. Blood pressure was down. Cholesterol was way down. Um, and the exciting thing that I tell everybody when I tell this story is that my protein level was higher than yeah. what it was when I was eating meat. And my calcium level was higher than when I was drinking you know, cow's milk, which everybody says you have to have that for your calcium and strong bones. <laughs> wow. And, I mean, honestly, I think, and Heather was the same way. Within the first seven to 10 days, we knew something was different. Like, if not sooner. You know, yeah. and it was a good thing, but our bodies just, I had constant heartburn almost daily, like indigestion, heartburn, um, that was one of the first things to just go away that I, you know, I would think about hot sauce and I would get heartburn <laughs> prior. Um, but within that seven to 10 day window, I wasn't getting it anymore. Um, I had really bad hip joint pain. That was pretty much within that seven to 10 days. I noticed major relief and then it just pretty much eventually all went away. Um, over the course of, of maybe the next month. Um, so the physical side of it, just how much better we felt. And I know, mm -hmm. you know, Heather pretty much said the same thing. Yeah, I didn't realize, it was funny, I didn't realize that I was constantly um, feeling bloated or just full uh, until I no longer felt that way. And then I realized how just tight in my own skin I was um, before we made the switch. Um, and now that, you know, rarely if ever do I have that same feeling of uh, like food coma kind of feeling. And I didn't realize we, that I constantly had that until it had gone, until it went away. Um, that was a big thing for me. Within a few days, I didn't feel that bloated kind of gross feeling. Um, and is, is part of what um, was almost like the incentive to keep going because that changed so quickly for me and I didn't want that feeling back. Uh, and it, none of it, none of the sugars or the, you know, any of that stuff seemed worth it anymore to not feel that bloated, gross feeling anymore. Um, now I've had uh, slower progress than, than Tony, but, uh, it's been just phenomenal 
watching his levels and his health improve. And, and that in itself is an incentive for me, knowing that, um, yeah, I'd like to keep him around a little longer in life. So, uh, it, like, like I said, that was the incentive to keep going. I think it was much more of a drastic change for me. It was. Um, with coaching, and at the time, my my job, I was on the road a lot. Um, I have a different job now, but, you know, it was a lot of fast food. It was a lot of soda. Um, right. I, I'm a meat guy, or I was, you know, big, fat, juicy steak, hot wings, ribs, bacon, um, all that stuff. And, you know, I would eat way more than I should per serving, um, you know, pastas, homemade mac and cheese. I would probably eat two to two and a half servings of meat and the pastas and one serving of the veggies at the time. Yeah. Not that I didn't like veggies, but it was just. Our plates were They're a garnish. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. So I think that's why it was, I saw such sudden weight loss. Um, and, and the cool thing is, I haven't exercised one bit throughout this whole process. Wow. You are a football coach, though. Surely you like your osmosis yeah. getting the exercise well, I, of your... I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm active with the football stuff, but I, you know, when I'm there, I'm with them, working with them, doing their stuff, and it's... So that's you know, incredible, I, and lots of people say that they don't have to do any exercise for that first lot of weight to just start falling off them. Yeah, yeah. and, and I kind of convinced myself that, I had a goal and I was just going to get the goal. And then once I got to the goal, thinking that I'd have more weight off, it would be easier on my body to then get into some more stringent exercise. Um, so that's kind of my plan right now. I have five more pounds to reach my goal. Um, and then I'm going to start hitting into, you know, whatever it is I figure out I'm going to do. But I definitely need to get toned up. Yes, I do too, actually. I had damaged my Achilles and I'm still like figguring out Ooh. what works. I know, it sucks. Yeah, that's not a fun yeah, injury. No. no, it takes you all. out for so long. Absolutely. You well, know, that was the beginning when we decided to do this. Um, well, October 31st, I had surgery on my rotator cuff on my right sh shoulder. So I spent the first four months after we made the change, still in physical therapy and getting my, and strengthening my shoulder back up. Um, so I, I was still coaching, but I wasn't really doing much when I was there because I had a sling on for what, two months, mm -hmm. I think. So, and, and that's another like plug to Tony because um, during the majority, you know, the beginning part of our switch and our lifestyle, I wasn't able to do any cooking or anything because it was my right arm. So, oh gosh. He's all the chopping. Every <laughs> it, was, it was a one-man show for the beginning because I, I was still recovering from my rotator cuff. Um, I love it, to cook, though. So <laughs> that's all right. But then. you know, as we know, it's a lot of it's a lot of chopping. It's a lot of preparing. It became a little easier once there were two of us doing it. <laughs> for sure, you know, I'd sit there and say, like, how can I help with one hand? <laughs> Just go sit and relax, honey. I got it. <laughs> Tony, I wanted to ask you, Heather, I obviously I can ask you as well, but I do think that going whole food plant-based as a man, a big meat-eating football coach man, I imagine it comes with its own, like, people are, well, other men might be quite like, what the hell? 
<laughs> like, man eat meat, pal. Is that has that been like a, an issue that you've faced? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's. I mean, it hasn't been a bad issue. It's been kind of a, a neat, uh, I guess, scenario to see play out because guys I coach with. They bust my chops, but it's all out of fun. You know, we go out and we have a coach's meeting and we're out eating. They, you know, as soon as the waitress comes over, they're usually, oh, you got any plant-based stuff here? Because that's all this guy eats. <laughs> you know, so it's, they kind of break the ice, you know, for me with the waitress yeah, um, usually. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they bust my chops, but it's all out of good fun. I've actually had a few guys that, um, that I played football with years ago that, you know, they're around my age, some a little bit younger, but, um, you know, really ask me some serious questions about it because, you know, we're all in our early mid 40s and early. Well, they, <laughs> some of them are in their early 40s. I'm in my mid 40s, um, you know, and we're not in the shape we used to be. You know, once the playing days are over and you start having, you know, get married and have kids, it's just it's easy to kind of let yourself go and you get caught up with everything else and you know some guys I know that just have constant aches and pains with you know back issues knee issues shoulder issues just from injuries and stuff and you know I, I know that a lot of my with my hip and joint pain going away from from problems I had in the past that you know it may not take it all away for them but it would at least give them some relief so I get a lot out of just talking to people to educate them. Um, you know, I have had a few friends from college that have converted or they're in the process of transitioning. And that's been kind of neat just seeing people kind of tag along and, you know, we go back and forth with each other with recipes and, you know, just kind of there to support each other. And so it's, it's really been a neat thing. And I think ultimately out of all of this, I mean, pretty much my whole professional life I've been working with kids helping people in some way shape or form and just to be able to continue to do that in a different way um, I think is pretty cool and you know some guys just laugh it off and you know you need to have your meat for your protein and I'm just going to keep eating my meat and you know I say okay that's 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 you I don't try to push it on anybody by any means I just try to present to them what it has done for me and even us together it's funny I, I can tell you that um almost we all kind of make a joke about this but almost every meal tony takes a picture of what he's eating or what we're eating yeah. and he posts it on facebook and then we have a, a good friend who comments almost immediately with some kind of picture of some, like a big steak or uh a big mac, big mac from mcdonald's oh. or, and they kind of ingest go back and forth so while we've had friends that have um you know, maybe uh, kind of enjoyed our change, you know, kind of made a joke of it, but it's been in, in good fun. And even those, even those friends have just opened a door to a conversation about health that we weren't having before. Um, and I know it, this it is, it's definitely become a joke of Tony's nightly dinner pictures <laughs> that he puts out on Facebook. <laughs> and I know this weekend we had our college reunion that we kind of organized in a neighboring town here. And uh, there was a, a friend that we hadn't seen since college, had no idea he was coming, but, you know, through conversation, um, you know, found out that he has MS. And I know that's something that you were able to 
Um, um, and so I, I had a lengthy conversation with him Saturday night just about, you know, everything and at least just to research it and look into it. Mm. Well, there's two other stories on the show with people with MS, Rebecca and hold on. Rebecca and Rebecca. <laughs> I just realized they're both called Rebecca. <laughs> My brain was just like, what? <laughs> Rebecca Stoner and Rebecca, yeah, plant-based Rebecca. Rosenberg. Yeah, anyway, both Rebeccas and me. <laughs> yes, but it was enjoyable to be able to at least just talk to him and, and give him some insight into it. And whether he does anything with it or not, I don't know, but he at least seemed like he was going to go home and, and do some research with it to see if it was something to that... think about. It's so tricky because like we want our friends and family to be as healthy as possible, but they have to, it's the horse and the water type scenario. They have to want to. Yeah. And I actually, there was a, a post on Facebook earlier today and I, I brought this up earlier. It was the, the plant-based cheese sticks that you oh, shared yeah. and you tagged me in. Yeah. Well, there was a, it was on one of the Live Healthy Facebook pages, and there was a girl that commented on there, is it hard to eat this way? And nobody had, I watched it, nobody had commented, nobody commented, so I thought, well, I'm going to comment. And I, I mean, I essentially just said, it's very easy to do if you want to do it. Mm-hmm. And, and, I mean, to me, that, I think, is, is it really, because so many people perfect example february when i went into my doctor i was like the rock star in the office um because i was down 42 pounds in like two and a half months and the nurse did everything and the nurse hadn't seen me in november so she didn't know so i was kind of explaining to her why i was there and it was just a checkup and i had blood work done and i'd lost this amount of weight and i'm hoping to get off the medication and so she was taken back and she must have ran out and got the doctor right away because I think our, my doctor came right in and that never happens <laughs> and she was like she just had a flabbergasted look on her face she's like oh my god she's like you look amazing and I said well did you expect anything different <laughs> you told me to well, do that she said you don't understand she's like I recommend this all the time I have people in here all the time that are just sick, overweight, obese, diabetes, whatever it is. And I recommend it all the time to people. And you're the first person that has actually walked back in my doors and has done it. And she said, that's just phenomenal. And I told her, I said, well, I'm thankful to you because I I never would have done it. I, I mean, I knew nothing about it. And even though I went, went in there on a mission to get off my medication, if she would have just said, lose 50 pounds, go exercise more, I probably never would have done it, at least not in that amount of time. Yeah. Um, so it was... What, what do you think was the thing that clicked in for you that made you committed to, to adopting this way well, of eating? Well, the, the ultimate at the end of the day... The ultimate is her and my 12-year-old boy. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's mm. that's the end of the day reason. Um, I've put it off long enough. And I knew with, you know, my biological father dying of a heart attack at a very young age, mid-late 50s, um, 
I'm 46 mm. as of Wednesday. So happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> it, um, you know, as you get older, it starts the reality starts to kick in a little bit. And, you know, there were nights that, and I probably should have been to a doctor before with sleep apnea. I mean, there were a couple nights yes. that I yes. woke myself up in the middle of the night, practically choking, gagging um, from probably what was sleep apnea. It was becoming a problem. And the amazing thing is that I used to prop myself up on pillows to prevent that. Because if I laid flat, that's usually what, what would happen with the snoring. And I, since I've lost the weight and started doing this, I don't have to prop myself up anymore. And I sleep so much sounder. Um, I still snore, I think. Not as bad. But not as bad. But not as bad. Um, <laughs> so that, you know, that's another one of the, the positives for me, health-wise, that it's done. Um you know, I probably should have been sleeping with one of those funky masks and everything else that, that they put on. But, you know, seeing my boy every day and seeing Heather, Heather every day and just having that worry in the back of your head that, you know, it's not all the wings in the world aren't worth that. Yes. And I agree. And everyone, you know, I, I hope many people who are listening can, you know, other guests to be on this show can we all say like there's no chocolate or cake that tastes more delicious than you know not life. being on medication and life and seeing your family and being able to hug your partner and you know all those things like life like you say like we yeah. all agree yeah. but it's very difficult like you said your doctors told so many people and they haven't and I I don't I don't really know I feel like there's just a mindset thing you have to be in the right mindset to be ready and open to making this you know, step yeah and that was it like i don't i don't know what it was really well, because i know what it was for me I, I mean i i turned 40 just a couple weeks before we made this change um and i was telling you i had my shoulder done and i had several people like surprised like you have to have your shoulder done already at your age and and that happened at the same time um, my, my birthday was the day after my shoulder surgery. Oh gosh. So this, yeah. yeah. Happy 40th. <laughs> <laughs> so for me though, it was, that was a piece of it is it was like a realization of I'm, I'm, I'm growing up like I, this adulthood thing is happening. Um, and then when was, when was I going to start taking better care of my body? Um, and that, you know, 20 years ago, it was no big deal to go through the drive-through to get a quick lunch or, or, or whatever. Like that was, but as I was getting older, that was now a bigger deal. And I had to just kind of face that, um, that coupled with kind of what Tony's already talked about. It's always been a big concern, kind of a fear of mine that Tony would follow in his paternal family's cardiac footsteps. And I'd like to keep him around for as long as possible. Um, so that with, you knew his weight being the highest it ever had been his blood work looking the worst than it really had ever looked. And, um, my weight was the highest it had ever been. Um, it, it just kind of felt like the pieces of the puzzle just connected and was just enough that puzzle put together was enough incentive. Um, at least for me that it was all those things kind mm -hmm. of connecting together and it made it almost a no brainer. 
Um, and then I was, you know, like we've talked about our, our new doctor, how great she was in recommending and really encouraging us. But shortly after, um, because of our insurance change, I also had to see, I have a, a pretty severe migraine history and have been followed by a neurology team for um, almost 15 years. And when I had to switch neurologists, uh, our lifestyle change had kind of came up about, you know, we doing whole foods, plant-based and intermittent fasting. And it, my neurologist, my new neurologist was a hundred percent on board. And he had actually just come back from a, uh, a big conference, um, all about nutrition and nutrition and affecting health and healthcare. And, and so he'd asked me a lot of questions and we talked at, at length. And, and so that was the other thing for me where I was like, okay, not only do I have my PCP thinking this, but this neurologist that has this great reputation and I was so lucky to get into is absolutely on board and patting me on the back. And we were curious to see what it was going to do with, um, the, with my migraines and, and all of my, the symptoms that I have from that. So it, it was all, that was the other piece too, is it kind of had this timing of all the right people were encouraging us. That's so important and so good to hear. And everything that, that I've heard being on the, you know, the Forks Over Knives Facebook page and a lot of the other Whole Foods one, there's so many people on there that, you know, especially put down American doctors because American doctors don't recommend that stuff. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, I we've been fortunate to have two in, yeah. in the last year since we've started this be supportive of it on yeah. board with it. That's so good. Um so that's awesome. And w I guess there, I'm an all or nothing guy. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it I had to go in head first cold turkey because mm. if if I, you know, and I've had, I've gone back and forth with people on the, the Facebook pages too with the whole transitioning thing and everybody has to do it their own way. Um, but it really, and I told Heather when we just, I said it, it's gotta be all or nothing because we'll piddle paddle around for a few weeks and then, yeah. you know, we'll make an excuse to, you know, order pizza or something. And, but we just made that commitment that it was all or nothing and, cleaned out everything right away because we knew yeah. at least I knew no and it was the only thing I didn't go all in for initially was milk and my coffee it took me a little bit to transition because I used whole milk in my coffee so I then went to two percent and one percent and then got myself to almond milk <laughs> uh, and I took a few weeks to do that uh, coffee was very important to me in the morning <laughs> don't worry my husband was the same he was so stuck on milk in his coffee for a really long time and then one day he accidentally got given soy and he didn't notice <laughs> and that milk was or coffee was the only thing i used milk for but it, it was that was a hard it was a hard few weeks cheese was the hardest overall like mm -hmm. that was what we kind of withdrew from the most just because you put cheese on everything i didn't realize, realize how much it. i cooked with it i cooked with i put cheese in everything when i was cooking uh that was a realization too. Like no wonder we were struggling with our weight when uh, casserole, anything I was making, I was reaching for cheese. I'm like, well, so yeah, that was and our it, other big. Initially, trouble. we tried the non-dairy cheese, <laughs> and it just wasn't worth it. No, it's not worth it. <laughs> it's not. No, not at all. It's not worth it. 
Yeah, I was going to ask with your 12-year-old, how is he going with the food changing or are you still making foods just so that he doesn't like... We still... He he is very picky, has a lot of texture issues with food. So, I mean, he eats veggies, you know, he'll eat peas, broccoli, um, green beans. He even likes Brussels sprouts now, um, corn. So veggies aren't really an issue for him. Um, We've got him to eat the vegetable pasta. He used to live on pasta. So that was a big thing to even get him to that. But he, Um, he he still eats a little bit of meat. So we'll, you know, we buy a little bit of meat just, just for him. Um, outside it's hard of that, with kids. a lot of people have difficulty getting kids to make the switch with them because they're so set in their little world and their ways. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, he is off all dairy. Other yes, than he does he uses drink a little the, bit of Parmesan cheese, but he, other than that, he drinks almond milk, and he doesn't. He's not a cheese eater other than Parm cheese. So. Yeah. Have you tried the um, cashew nutritional yeast blended up cheese? Doesn't he? He is not fooled by that. <laughs> I just, I just made it for my family recently. That's the only reason why it's on my mind because my husband was like, "This isn't that bad." <laughs> we haven't tried that. We do we nutritional yeast, but we haven't tried putting that off on him yeah, yet. Like pine nuts, nutritional yeast, and some sea salt in like a whiz. A coffee. You can do it in the coffee grinder even and then whiz it up and yep. sprinkle it on and then they don't even... He did, Ranjit yeah. was like, this isn't like fake cheese where you're thinking that you're just eating yeah. sad substitute. It tastes... Because once it's salty and nutritional yeasty and a bit nutty, it's, it's pretty nice. We'll try we'll that. We'll have to try it. That's I, a great idea. It's good. Thank I was you. surprised. I was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have to try that, definitely. So, but he, I mean, you know, we try to get him a lot of veggies and, you know, he eats the the veggie pasta. So um, he won't, we can't get him to do beans. We can't get him to do any like quinoa, any grains like that. Um, But he'll eat fruits. Um, So he's, you know, kind of there, but just not, you know, he keeps telling us, you know, he actually had the conversation with me today. He's like, you know, Dad, I had to take him to the dentist, so we had long drive in the car, and um, you know, he said that he hopes that someday when he gets older that he'll be able to eat like us and be less picky mm-hmm. um, with his foods. So yeah. he wants to. He just doesn't know yet how to let himself try some of the new stuff. Yeah. Well, it sounds like he's a good he has tried he has tried some new things since we've done this. So Brussels we, sprouts. We've given yeah, Brussels sprouts he used to not he like touch and, and he the didn't. almond milk, he, you know, he, mm-hmm. he we yeah. tried him on the unsweetened stuff first and he he wasn't crazy about that. So then I tried the sweetened mm-hmm. almond milk to see if if that would work and he he loves it so oh i got some wins there that's awesome and so have your family and your close friends been really supportive or has that been difficult with them or we haven't had any negative Nothing. situations no um i think most of them are now just they they know that either um you know we, we've learned we take a lot of food with us so like i actually just today came back i had visited some family a couple hours away and i took food with me so that I could still sit at the dinner table and eat with them while they ate you know, their way of eating. Um, so, and I think now our friends and family are just kind of used to that. Or, um, you know, we I, actually went out for lunch today. So that was kind of a, it was funny. There we all sat with cell phones out Googling to figure out a restaurant where they wanted to go to, but also where I could 
find something to eat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there, there were like five of us with our cell phones out Googling restaurants, you know. So, I mean, I, I think that's positive, at least that they're willing to kind of embrace it. And it became a challenge almost for lunch. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we don't have a lot of options in our area. It's not no. <laughs> a real, you know, like we were in Pittsburgh Tuesday and Wednesday. And, you know, we're far from a city where we live. Um, but it was nice because there were several options in Pittsburgh that we were able to go to and get um, things that were compatible to what what we're doing. So, and the hotel we even had it was kind of nice because they had in the lobby at from five thirty to seven thirty, like they put out a free spread of food, and it changes almost every day. But they had actually had they had baked potatoes and some rice, and, and they had uh, black beans. And they had uh, like a salsa bar with, with nachos. So we put salsa with our potatoes and black beans. And um, we were able to eat. We fine. were able to eat fine for that, which was was kind of neat. Just the fact that the hotel lobby had. <laughs> and honestly, I think that's actually been one of our biggest challenges is because we do live in such a rural area that if we want to go to lunch, go to, you know, just enjoy a family dinner out, it's almost impossible. That is that is pretty much the hardest <laughs> yeah the hardest that thing. Is really that's been our out like when people say like what's been the hardest part or whatever that's really been it that's the biggest lifestyle change we used to really enjoy going out so did we our family <laughs> sitting and eating and we we can't really do that that and there's no quick and easy you know when we've both worked late and we want to just have a quick throw something on the table meal um so we've had to learn to do a lot of prepping uh, ahead of time so that if we have a night like that we can just pull something out of the fridge or you know we used to just order a pizza for tonight or, or whatever mm. we had to figure out what we were going to do instead of just picking up a, a quick dinner with takeout mm. um, kind of how we work our menu at home is whatever we have for dinner we make enough for the next to, day for, for us lunch. to take for leftovers for lunch at work yes. which has been you know some people kind of roll their eyes at that oh don't you get sick of eating that and i'm like well it's good we enjoy it and it makes life a lot easier than mm -hmm. trying to prep something completely new for the next day at lunch where you're getting up in the morning or you're in the kitchen till nine o'clock trying to get something else mm. ready so and then we do the intermittent fasting so we don't you know we stop eating at nine o'clock and then don't eat until lunchtime so yeah, that honestly helped really kickstart for me. Yeah, and I think even Heather losing more weight in the beginning. Mm. And how do you find like what did your doctor recommend intermittent fasting? Like how did you find out about intermittent fasting? A um, couple guys I coach football with, um, they do it. They're big believers in it. Now they they fast sometimes like sixteen, seventeen hours, and mm -hmm. we try to get you know if I can get twelve to fourteen. And I'm okay with that. Um, but I, breakfast, I think that's why it was an easy sell for me because breakfast was my favorite meal of the day. It was bacon, eggs, home fry, you know, the greasiest thing you could get. <laughs> oh my and gosh. <laughs> I, eat, I mean, that's, I would eat that for dinner at times. Um, so it was kind of like breakfast was easy to convince myself. Yeah. Let's just not do it because there's, nothing really appealing to me breakfast but you can substitute <laughs> yeah yeah um you know so other than eating some fresh fruit and maybe some sprouted grain bread toast um 
you know, there's not really a whole lot there that appealed to me at least. And it was really interesting when I, I was telling you about when I went to see the new, my new neurologist and, um, he actually was a, a, a huge supporter of their intermittent fasting, which I thought was fascinating because, um, a lot of migraine treatments is, you know, of course, centered around what types of food and when you eat them. And, and, and so I wasn't sure what he was going to think about it when I brought it up that, um, but he, um, was full of encouragement about it. As a matter of fact, even um, encouraged me because I usually somewhere between eight nine o'clock at night, and then until noon the next day is is typically our fasting time. And he was even encouraging me to go to six or seven o'clock at night to start even mm -hmm. earlier. Um, yeah, that's what I do. Seven, seven till twelve. And some days it's easier to do it. Um, some of our coaching stuff, I, if I, I don't have, I don't get home from practice and I have to eat dinner. So that's yeah, at eight o'clock. Yeah, or, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, you I, know, don't, I don't but, make that all the time because life happens, you know, if you get home later, yeah, you've it, got something on, you know. But I thought it Tonight was Tonight I'm going to eat later. <laughs> well, really, I mean, we eat dinner usually 6, 6.30 range. So if anything... I'll grab a, a glass bowl of peanuts in the shell and sit and eat those. I mean, that's if I'm going to eat later than dinner, that's what I'll do. Um, you know, so in the past, though, I'd be eating chips, I'd be, you know, dip and all that good stuff up mm -hmm. until 10, 11 o'clock at night and then trying to go to bed and sleep. Um, so it's, it's, definitely much better sitting around eating some peanuts versus you know the chips and the dips and and that stuff <laughs> i know i know it's so funny to think about how like, i used to i used to stay out like i was often studying so i did like lots of study before i changed to a whole food plant-based diet and so i was often up really late studying and i would study with a bag of lollies you know chips can yeah. of energy drinks I was smoking and I'd be just eating lollies and <laughs> chips and biscuits until like 5am sometimes just writing essays I remember that that's my like strongest memory of those foods just eating lollies and lollies bags and bags of them sometimes like two bags of lollies and a packet of biscuits and you kind of drink and smoking constantly like outside for study breaks and I just remember like thinking of that like I still think of it and go like that was delicious times <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I call that hand-to-mouth syndrome, where oh, I just need to be like, just yeah. constant. That was a, that was a struggle for me in the middle of the afternoon at work because I spend mm -hmm. a lot of time at my desk yeah. um, on conference calls and things. And that two, three, four o'clock time period, I was I found myself not even really that I was hungry, but I was just feeding the mouth. And so that was a that was um, a big change for me as we made this transition was to stop the hand to mouth thing in the in the afternoon sitting at my desk. My my big challenge will be when football season officially starts because yeah. Once I start having two a day practices and then we get into regular practices but coaches meetings, film study, games, you know, it's I think our kids get pizza two nights a week for um team dinner. And also for our a night we watch film with the kids, um, you know, and the team dinners are either pizza or some kind of pasty, you know, spaghetti or, you know, stuffed shells or 
you know, whatever it may be, chicken parm, that kind of stuff. And so I'm going to have to, because football season, every year I can remember, I always probably gained 10 to 15 pounds throughout the course of the season, just because of late night with meetings, film, drinking a lot of soda, uh, eating, you know, pizza, fast food, just beef jerky, uh, you know, stuff that. You're going to have to pack a whole esky. <laughs> we have esky. Uh, cooler. What do you call them in America? Yeah. Like, cooler. Like, yeah. yeah. Yep. Cooler. You got to pack uh, a whole huge cooler. I'm, I'm going exactly. to have to. You're going to um, have to find the recipes that are the most fun and like a crazy drug party food. <laughs> but healthy versions of those foods. That's what you're going to have yes. to do. <laughs> you know, because we would have our coaches meeting and I would take, you know, a crock pot full of hot sausages or meatballs and, you know, we'd sit around. Other guys would bring chips and dips and, you know, so we would sit there and have our meeting, watch film, talk and eat and drink beer. It's going to be a big change. You know, so yeah. it's that's going to be a big test for me. Um, but, I mean, I, I'm not worried about it. It's just going to be... Different. Getting creative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very creative. Yeah, just you have to get very and that's kind of fun. I find that fun. Like, all right, how can I make this a challenge that like is gonna Absolutely. Yes. I I've seen that thing on Facebook. Anything you can make, I can make vegan or you know, yeah. those types of things. So it's always a challenge to to see different recipes and trying to make something, you know, as, as much whole food plant based as we can. Um, without really changing the taste of it or changing, you know, the, the the point of even eating it. If I have to change it too much, I'm not even going to bother. But it's amazing with how just a few changes, you can enjoy food just as much as before. You, you know, you can make just a very few changes to certain recipes and the food's just as good. And I didn't think, I didn't realize that six months ago or a year ago. I thought I had to have my you know, my oil and my cheese and, and all that stuff to make it taste good. Um, and that's one of the things I've learned is it can still be just as good and be healthy. I know. And there's things like I thought that I was a decent cook before, but I find like even though, you know, there's hit and miss still, let's face it. <laughs> but, but I mean... <laughs> But I mean, I thought I used enough herbs and spices before, but then you find things like onion. I didn't know onion powder existed before. And then I found onion powder. I'm like, this makes my potato chips taste like kind of like good chips. (laughs) You know, or this makes it. Absolutely. Whatever it is. Liquid aminos has been big for us. Uh, You know, why put it even on my my potatoes now? Mm Mm-hmm. There's so many things I never knew existed, and now I'm like, oh, this exists, and it makes things taste enjoyable. Um, absolutely. Uh, you're right, and it's fine. I hadn't thought about it before, but there are lots of spices that I kind of like knew of or, or whatever but didn't ever think to do anything with, and now... Turmeric. Turmeric, yeah, definitely. We never used turmeric for anything until... Cumin. Yeah. Yeah, I used cumin. Actually, I accidentally put cumin on sliced apple the other week, and Ooh. I... That was a I thought it was awakening. cinnamon. <laughs> so I like bit into it and I was this oh my god, this is so and my mum's like, just throw it out. And I'm like, but it's good apples. So I, I ate like five pieces. Go rinse them off. Oh I know, I went and rinsed it off. I was I was just tired, sitting on the couch just going, This is the worst sliced <laughs> apple combination ever. Never put cumin on your fruit. 
Okay. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> Cinnamon only. <laughs> they look so similar from the back, and my mum has like old jars that are unlabeled, and I was just tipped. I just sprinkled it on without even looking in it. Just horrible. <laughs> Took that first bite and look. Oh my gosh, just gross. Okay, so before we let you go, because I could ramble to people about whole food plant based all day. Absolutely. Yes. I just want you, uh, uh, we've heard a lot about your health, Tony, but like, how is, how is you, if you said about your fogginess, how is you, how are you feeling otherwise? Because we talk about how people often say, you know, Corinne, don't post these stories because not everyone's going to cure themselves of everything with a whole food plant based diet. You know, you're putting out messages that are harmful to people. And I always think, oh my gosh, come on. Surely hope's better than no hope. No, definitely. You know, it's funny because one of the things that's been interesting, you know, I certainly feel better. My energy's better. Um, I have seen a change, like this is a silly thing, but I've seen a change in my hair, like in the texture of my hair. And the girl who's done my hair for, gosh, maybe 15 years, she even noticed it. Um, my hair's like fuller, um, and took, I have my hair colored periodically and it took to the, to the hair color better. Um, so that's just kind of a weird, it was kind of like a, no, I'm trying to think. Yeah. No, but I thought it was a neat thing that, um, I didn't think I, my hair was in bad shape before, but I started growing new hair. Um, and it was definitely becoming more full. Um, so there's those kinds of things. Uh, but what it's funny, like, you know, Tony's had this amazing weight loss, um, and we've seen in his blood levels and all of that, and it's been absolutely fantastic. Um, and while I have two, it's just been much, much slower. Um, I've lost about half the amount of weight. I've lost about 32 pounds. Which is still awesome. And well, and that's what it's been neat though, to see and to have this realization that it's a very individualized process. Um, hey, and that, that's, that puts us at officially a hundred pounds as a couple. That's true, Whoa, it does. Look at you! That's that is right. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> and then, and then any, because at first I was very frustrated. Like you could like sit around, sit around and watch Tony like disappear. <laughs> and and so I became a little frustrated um, because we eat very very similar. You know, we eat the same dinner, we eat lunch the next day. So I was I I became a little frustrated at first, um, and then you know, just kind of had to remind myself that it, it is, you know, everybody's bodies are different. It's a very individualized thing. And I certainly am very happy with the 30 pounds gone. Um, and I have about, um, 20, 25, uh, more to go. Um, and that it doesn't really matter. And this is what I came to terms with. It doesn't really matter how long that takes. Um, just the fact that it, I continue to feel healthier it's and, not it, a race, it's and a it, marathon. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a cliche, but that's kind of the truth of it. Um, and it, 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 knowing that even if it is slower than his, that I'm still making my body stronger and healthier. Um, that, that was really what it came down to for me, but it, I did, I had this period of frustration of, um, you know, buying him new clothes and I'm still not quite there, but that's okay. Cause it's still change. I'm still having positive changes from it. Um, you know, and I even found, um, I don't, not just about not, not being as tired, but just having more focus, um, I, at work, my focus was a little bit more on, um, and not as, 
tired like in the evenings like I would often come you know before I would come home and by the time I got home from work I was just kind of done and now I, I don't have that same feeling anymore and I think that's because I'm not as groggy and and, and whatever um but and I've had I, I too have had friends that have done it and so it's it's been a, to have started to make the, the transition so it's it's been an opportunity to not only get closer with some of my friends but even for him and I well you know, we've now, we share recipes on Pinterest and, you know, different <laughs> things. So that's been the other benefit is it's not just, we'd almost gotten into an eating rut before. Uh, whoever got home first started dinner and it was the same, you know, we threw chicken on the grill and made some potatoes and that was dinner. Um, and now it becomes almost a challenge of finding something new, something good, you know. And so that's been another bonus is, I mean, we literally will send each other recipes from Facebook or Pinterest or, or whatever um, and kind of challenge each other to find ways to modify something we've seen so that it fits our way of eating and um, and being able to have those conversations with our son, too, getting him to think a little bit differently about food. It's the other bonus for me. We have friends who don't eat this way that send us yeah. recipes all the time. Like I have friends that will text me, like they'll text me links to <laughs> things because they see it and they, you know, they're thinking. <laughs> that's, so that's kind of cool. That's yeah. really cool. That's yeah. great. One of the, and this is one of the things that's really helped me. And I know people that do the dieting and weight loss type, this is like frowned upon. Um, but I honestly, unless I'm not home, I weigh myself every day. I do too. And, it was my my way of holding myself accountable, you know, because if I would get on there and most days it's been a positive thing, you know, I get on there and I see I've lost one pound or two pounds that just, you know, making you feel so much better about yourself inside. And if there was a day that maybe the scale went up one pound or two pounds or maybe you didn't lose anything. You know, it wasn't a matter of getting, you know, depressed and, and mad at yourself. It was just, okay, well, obviously, try to look back at what ha what I did different that day. And if there was anything that stuck out, I said, okay, then I need to not do that anymore and, and do this. Um, so that's really worked for me as just personal accountability It and, works and for me, too. It's hard because it doesn't work. Some people, it really takes the stuffing out of and if they gain a couple of pounds then they're like well i may as well have pizza today and for the rest of my life <laughs> um yeah and absolutely so it, it it's a personal thing if it's literally making you feel like shit when you hop on that scale and ruining your day and making you then be mean to your kids and your partner and it's just filtering out in this horrible way it's, then for me it's for me it's a challenge because i do it in the morning i get up in the morning i get my shower and and that's when i weigh myself so then I kind of have a barometer for the day. You know, I know I'm not eating until lunchtime. And if anything, if I normally would, would have a snack after dinner, I'd take that, you know, I'm, I'd eat a little bit extra at dinner and then not have that, you know, the peanuts or whatever other healthy snack I, I would eat normally at that time just to give my body more time of the fasting. Um, but it's, it's always been a good balance, and I really probably have only had maybe – three days that I can think of the entire time that the scale hasn't either moved or it's gone up a couple pounds. Usually that's been when we've had to travel and we just haven't had the ability to 
you know, have everything 100% perfect the way we would right. if we were at home. And then it worked as a reinforcer. So we come back and we kind of get everything back on track and you see, oh, that's right, the scale is going to go in the direction I want. So that's why I'm doing that. Like, um, you, you know, if there ever, if we were traveling, we've had, we, for different reasons, had to travel quite a bit in the last couple months. So if we did have to travel and, and, and I don't want to call it a cheat, but it just didn't quite fit into what we would want because we had to eat out or something. Too much oil uh, or too much salt yes. or too much. Oil is yes. like, oil typically is what it is. Yes. If, we, if you're out and it's so weird how immediately you just, you, you feel it. Like your body just is uh, like, yes. what did you put in me? <laughs> it's yes. it's such a shock because I I've mentioned this so many times so I'm sorry everyone who's listening but you know, when you go to the doctor years ago my doctor would say what foods make you feel th- that don't seem to work with you and I'm like I all foods are the fine with me you know I have no I had no understanding I'm like I just feel shit all the time unrelated to the food I'm eating like I had no awareness <laughs> and now if I eat anything. And now my friends are like, well, I'd rather be able to eat everything and not feel sick from so many different foods. And I'm like, but now my body knows, okay, if I eat oil, I feel slow and sluggish and heavy and gross and my tongue's all coated in fat. It's just gross. But before I'd be like, I eat oil. It just feels, this is, this is just great. <laughs> I didn't have any idea. Well, I Absolute, do. Absolutely. I do have friends and people that, argue with me about the oil thing all the time you know like if you're eating olive oil that's great for your body and you can have that and i'm like i I look at it this way if it was so great for my body then i wouldn't feel gross like you just described after having it that like if it was so great for me i wouldn't feel that way well it's as processed as you know refined sugar and all those things there's no nature olive oil tree that you just squeeze like maple syrup at least it comes pouring out of a tree there's no olive oil pouring tree (laughs) i'd say tell him just eat eat a bowl full of olives you'll you'll get your 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 olive oil oil fix And it won't be bad for you. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny how we just have no awareness. So, yeah, and then olive oil, I find it the hardest thing. I, I'm happy to say, you know, sorry, I'm plant-based at a restaurant. But when I say, could you cook without oil? That's the one thing I still, like, <laughs> yeah. cringe and I feel like I'm telling yeah. them to. And then, you know, the chef's back there rolling their eyes at you. Oh, yeah. that's Absolutely. the one thing. Lots of people are plant-based now or vegetarian or, you know, going whatever there's lots of people doing that health kind of movement but the oil is i know that the chefs are just thinking oh my god get out (laughs) (laughs) absolutely Absolutely, yeah so there's one meme that my i think my husband sends me all the time just a reminder it's a meme of a restaurant person and the, the waiter's asking the person what they want and the woman says you know like uh can i have whole food plant-based you know without the gluten-free and without you know and no oil and oh no but what can you have and, and the waiter says you can get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> to, 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 the, to the customer and i always just die because that's how i feel in my mind when i go that that's what they're gonna say can i please have all of this and he's like you can get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> that's great 
great. Well, you know, there's some of them are saying that. In, I yeah. know. In the kitchen. Uh, yeah, I know. They would be for sure, for sure. Sorry for swearing, everyone, if you're listening and you don't like swear words. Just the last thing would be, what are your three biggest tips for anyone who is wanting to start or try out this way of eating? You can do four, two each. How's that? <laughs> I would say, I would say for me to, I would seriously suggest doing a cold turkey and be patient. That's really good. Uh, I took kind the of, easy ones. Well, <laughs> you did, but you did. I, well, you said patient. I was thinking forgiving, like forgiving of yourself. Um, Not that, to beat yourself up. Yeah. That, it, that this is kind of a journey. You figure it out as you go. You figure out what works for you, um, what you like, what you don't like. You know, it, you can't be um, rigid, I guess, you, with this. You have to just allow yourself to experiment. Um, so that's when you said patient, that's kind of where I was thinking is, is, is this idea of almost a forgiveness of yourself as you figure this out. Um, I think it's a really good one because people find that so hard. Like if you slip up, you're like, oh, no, gosh. Uh. Some of my best lessons have been when we've kind of slipped up a little bit. Uh, you know, that's been some of what's really enforced for me why this is good. Mm. Um, you know, recently we had eaten dinner out and on their menu they had vegan chocolate cake as a dessert. And I hadn't had chocolate since we made that. Like in cold turkey, I really hadn't had any. But we decided to get a piece of that cake, and the three of us, our son and the two of us, we split it. So it was one slice, three of us split it, um, and we had to go to the grocery store afterwards. And I walked around in like a fog, and I went, oh, yeah, that's right. That's why we don't do this anymore. So that, you know, that little kind of, yeah, we enjoyed it. The, but uh, it vegan doesn't necessarily mean healthy. Right, exactly. <laughs> and Definitely that's, yeah, does the not. This piece is okay. We tried this, didn't work. We don't need to do this anymore. Um, and then I think, I mean, the last thing I would say is just be prepared to prepare. You know, I <laughs> that's can, a really I can good no one. longer just go travel and say we'll hit a drive-through. Now I have to pack a bag of snacks or food or whatever to have in the car so that we can maintain our, our choices. Um, or, you know, I can no longer leave work and buy lunch at the corner deli. I have to make sure I take my lunch to work every day. Whereas in the past I used to, Oh, I'm running late, whatever. I'll just grab lunch and, and not worry about taking it with me. So that's kind of a big thing. Like, be prepared to prepare ahead of time. Um, and that that takes on a whole new meaning. Um, and the big myth is it's not more expensive to eat this way. No, my grocery bill's gone down. American diet. Yeah. That, that's a good, that is a good one. Cause I get so many people that say, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. I don't know how you afford it. Uh, it's, we have a wonderful grocery store here that is very, inexpensive especially produce and they have a lot of organic stuff and just naturally done stuff so it, it it's that's just an excuse i think for people it is. or just the or fact people they don't, that just don't, they don't understand know. they don't know yeah and, and without researching you you know but yeah my i mean literally our grocery bill has gone down 
I think that being vegan, as you say, it's not healthy. It's not vegans. Being vegan alone, like often the products are probably as bad or if not worse. They're highly processed, refined junk food vegans and fake meats and things. And they're expensive, super expensive. The fake cheeses are so expensive. All of those things are so expensive. So if you're doing that, yeah, Yeah, it's going to be... A lot of money. A piece of vegan cake's like $14 in Australia. (laughs) Like, you know. Well, it's not. But, you know, it's it's like $8. And, you know, once you add all of those things up and you've got vegan cheese in the cart that's like literally $14 for a jar like this big, it's not. It's not. It is more expensive. But whole food plant-based, you know, beans, rice, vegetables, like you can't get any cheaper. No. Potatoes. And... The only other thing that was a transition, kind of along those lines, is that I used to, you know, we would get paid from our jobs every two weeks. So I'd go to the grocery store and I'd buy two weeks worth of groceries. Um, now I had to adjust to buying, you know, going to the grocery store every three or four days. Yeah, um, yeah. Because produce only lasts so long. And it took me a little while to figure out how much to buy each time I went. Because for a while I was buying too much and it would go bad and before we could eat it. And so that was the other adjustment was mm-hmm. that's a good point you need going to the grocery store more often and buying less mm, true true that's a really good point because we had to change that too and i don't think that that's mentioned enough i think that meal planning and prep helps minimize that as far as shopping too much but like we still sometimes have you know times when we're like Oh, we got way too many zucchinis. <laughs> That's way too yeah. much of this. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, is... Zucchini, I think, is what we waste the most. <laughs> yeah, cucumber and zucchini so sometimes. There's only so much you can do with it. And, like, I like it. I can eat it. But it's not, the, you know, I much prefer broccoli, Brussels sprouts. I often snacks. cabbage and zucchini are the things that I find – because I only want a tiny bit of cabbage. <laughs> but you, get, you always yeah, you get, like, a, a half or a quarter, and I find that – I never, I never want it that, that week again after I've had it that one time, and so it's dead. Yes, I, that's true. Cabbage is another one that. Yeah, there's only so much you can do with it now. I mean, we used to make lusky with it and different things, but corned beef and cabbage, <laughs> all the stuff we used to do. But now you're like, okay, what am I going to do to make this taste delicious? Taste good. Yeah, <laughs> and a few things we do do, like you said, we just need a small amount. Yeah. You know, we won't use a whole head at yeah. one time. Yeah. I'm not telling my listeners to not eat cabbage. I'm just saying that they're the thing. <laughs> there's, some of, there's some of the things. If you've got your, get your neighbor involved in this way of eating, then you can half your cabbage and split it over there to their yeah. <laughs> Certainly. That works. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for both coming on the show. And I'm congratulations on just doing this and committing to it and doing the going cold turkey, even cold, cold, raw vegan, re-vegan roast. <laughs> the holiday roast. Yeah. Cold holiday roast and committing to this way of eating, especially I think I always love when we have, I think there's a lot of women who are quick to adopt this way of eating, not that I'm being sexist, but there just tends to be a lot more females that, go to this way of eating and a lot more men find it more challenging because, I don't know, I think that there's people's taste buds, stigma, all that kind of stuff. And so I really love having men, people, men who like footy and all those things because those types of cultures tend to be more meat 
pushing than other, you know, if you were, you know, just absolutely a vegetarian already, I wouldn't be as impressed. <laughs> but because you're a steak eating, you know, absolutely. guy, it's so much more impressive, and it shows other men like like you that like it's it's possible, and you still can be a football loving man who loves to, you know to help people and work people and love their family as much as anybody else. I mean, that would be one yeah. thing for the guys out there that's, it's, you know, there's, there's nothing to be <laughs> afraid of by going whole food plant-based. You're not going to have to turn in your man card and, and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the main point, main takeaway. You don't, you don't, ta- you don't cash in your man card when you go whole food plant <laughs> I think that's a Absolutely. great one. That line. Yeah, and of course, there's so many strong. Now there's so many strong bodybuilders and weightlifting and fit football players, people who are trying this way of eating and who are getting better gains, better recovery, better performance. Yeah. All that stuff. So there's so many people to follow that are like just super ripped and nailing fitness which i find really inspiring i'm so looking forward to groundbreakers coming out the documentary yes. you, are you guys looking forward yes. to that too yes yeah definitely we've been seeing much sure. when's that more. coming out I, it seems like it should be here but i feel like it's september okay i'll have to look into it again i do i'm i do want to see it I want to see it. I think it would be so good. I definitely good. want to see that. We could just palm all of our friends who say, oh, you know, I'm a, I got lots of super fit friends and they're all, you know, paleo <laughs> and, and, you know, um, body hacking and all these things. And I want them to hack into a whole food plant-based diet. <laughs> a lot of those fad diets just aren't really good for you. No. The doctors on the show have said that, you know, doctor, fit, these fit Instagram athletes that come into their practices often have like – the beginnings of heart disease and their blood results aren't great. And they're just like, why, why are we struggling to do our bike rides now? And he's like, because you're eating so much fat. Yeah. And it's just, you know, and the, the, the keto one, I think is one of the newer ones I've heard is really, really bad. Yeah. Um, but everybody has to learn on their own, I guess. They do. And- we all do. Yes. But thank you so much for coming on the show and helping to spread this message. Absolutely. Um, Heather had to step out for a second. That is totally fine. She will come back to say goodbye though. Um, it was a lot of fun and, um, good luck with everything you're doing and congrats to you for everything you've overcome. Oh, thank Sorry. you so much. I'll just wait for Heather to get back. There she is. Hello. That's totally fine. It's, it's a long time to be occupied. He did, your son did a great job. Thank you for having us. This was fun. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Heather and Tony, for coming on the show. I loved meeting you and talking with you today, and I'm so grateful for you coming on and sharing your story. Thank you all for listening. If you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, you can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, and I'm drip feeding out the episodes into YouTube at the moment. So there's 13 episodes there as of this time I'm recording this, but there probably is more by the time you're listening to this. So there'll be it'll be on YouTube at the Corinne Ninja YouTube channel and iTunes and Stitcher app on the When Life Gives You Lemons Go Vegan podcast. So you subscribe over there. I put out new episodes every Sunday slash Monday. 
And what else? If you want to support this podcast and these messages of hope reaching more people, you can do that by leaving a five-star rating and a kind review over at iTunes or Stitcher. Those help iTunes and Stitcher rank this podcast higher in their search rankings, which means that more people can find it easier. So, you know, I would be super grateful if more people could have access to these stories because these stories that people are sharing with us in this podcast can help so many people to heal themselves and to have an incredible life and health from here on in. So thank you so much for your support. And people who have left a message or have left a rating or a review, it means so much to me. Thank you so much. I read them all and I'm, they make my day getting those messages. And just knowing that more people are able to get this information into their life and perhaps change their health forever. You can also follow this podcast at the When Life Gives You Lemons Go Vegan Facebook page over at Facebook. And anything else I have to say? No, I think I'm done. Have a great week. See you next week.